Have a blessed day. It's been so nice just to rest in the presence of Yahovah and take some time just to be strengthened in our King of Kings and just to, to dwell in the Word. And, you know, I've been suffering a lot of pain after this operation. I tell you what, these last few days has been pretty crazy. Um, then I had to go to the emergency uh, room last night before our Sabbath meal. And uh, just dealing with um, uh, internal bleeding. But anyway, it's not a place that is too bad. Everything seems to be under control. Um, I had uh, uh, varicose veins stripped from my leg. That's what I'm going through right now. So anyway, pain levels are pretty high, but I'm praising. Anyway, we're going to press in <laughs> and see the victory of Yahovah. My God is faithful. Hallelujah. Okay, we've got Jerry joining us as well. Welcome, Jerry. Good to see you up there in Boston, Massachusetts. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. Okay, so as you tune in, just, you know, I encourage you, you know, share the feed with others. Encourage people to come and join us as we go in the scriptures and just spend a bit of time uh, reflecting on the word and standing strong on the scriptures. You know, isn't that a blessing just to proclaim the word on a daily basis? To be in that place where we just uh, proclaim the scriptures. We come together. We fellowship. We lift up the name of Yehovah together from wherever you're watching. What a blessing it is. We've got Brandon joining with us as well. And we've got uh, Angel as well. Uh, welcome. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. And, you know, we just stand upon uh the promises of Yahovah and just proclaim his word. And it's amazing. As we speak forth the word, life comes forth. And, you know, we're, we've been talking over these few days on the importance of hiding the word within our hearts. Then last night, as as we spoke, we talked on uh, the scripture where it's not it's not about just hiding the word within your heart. You know, I'm not going to conceal your love. I'm not going to just hide, uh, you know, uh, righteousness within my heart. No, I'm going to speak it out faithfully. Hallelujah. And what's this talking about? Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And a few days ago, we mentioned on the importance, don't let your tongue sin. And I know that was challenging for some people, and I got some uh, comments and messages on that. You know, how difficult is it to control our tongue? It's so easy to be negative. You know, are you letting cursing come out of your mouth? Sometimes we just got to clean up the place within our lives before Yahovah. This is the religious free zone. You know, we are not subscribed to Judaism, Messianic Judaism, we're not subscribed to the religion of Christianity, uh, Catholicism, Protestantism, Catholicisms, all these different isms. No, we want to be in relationship with a living God. Yehovah is faithful. He is able. He wants us to be in the place where the greatest element of our life is walking in fellowship with Yehovah. Think about Enoch. You know, he walked with Yehovah so powerfully that he was taken. And this was before the Torah was even written. This is before, you know, uh, there was sacrifices and all these different things. He walked with Yehovah. And it pleased Yehovah. Abraham pleased Yehovah and, you know, with his faith and was considered righteous, good standing before 
the Father. So we want to be good standing before the Father. So we want to embrace the Word, but recognize you can know everything about the Word and not walk in salvation and deliverance. You can know everything about the Scripture and not see the signs and wonders and a mighty move of an awesome God. You can know all the theory, but do we know how to release it? And, you know, yesterday we talked about it's not your burnt offerings and your sacrifices. You know, we we mentioned yesterday, let me just go to that scripture. I tell you, I love that scripture. Verse 6 of Psalm 40, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. Oh, but God, aren't you a religious God? Don't you need all these sacrifices just so that we can be right? No, sacrifice and offering you didn't desire, but my ear you have pierced. I love that. I love that. My ear you have pierced. I am willfully allowing myself to walk in obedience of a mighty God. And it will be known that I walk with Yehovah. He will willfully pierce your ear. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you do not require. And then I said, here I am, I have come. It's more important that we show up in the presence of Yehovah than than we, uh, you know, have all the answers. Why? Because the answers are found in Messiah. Some of you are struggling trying to become Greek theologians and uh, Hebrew scholars and think that in doing that you'll be closer to Yehovah. And there's so much benefits from that. Of course there is. But here's the problem. Many people who gain in knowledge in, in a theological way, they end up rejecting the walk of the Spirit for uh, for the, the precepts and the principles and the structure. And they find it very difficult when the Ruach HaKodesh is saying, move this way. They're like, oh no, I can't move this way because, you know, I've got to do this. It's two o'clock on Tuesday. I've got to get ready for my prayer meeting. You know, we've got to be flexible in the Spirit. So we want to, uh, you know, continually get to the place where we are growing in Messiah. We're drawing near. Who is the Ruach HaKodesh to you and to me? He is our counselor. He is our teacher. And this is the key in discipleship. Discipleship is not on what I can teach you. You know, uh, the message of the kingdom is not something that can be taught It has to be something that is caught. So as we proclaim the message of the kingdom, as we walk in the message of the kingdom, we act it out on a daily basis. We apply it to every aspect of our life. That's why as we go through these devotions, it's opening a window of my walk, my relationship with Yehovah, what the Ruach HaKodesh is saying to me. And, you know, we're not just going to talk about all the good things. We're not just going to talk about words of encouragement, and you should be better, you should know better, blah, blah, blah. No, we want to deal with real life. We want to go through challenges together because as the nation of Israel, when one hurts, the whole body hurts, and it's time for us to get out of our small corners and stop just trying to live our self, our selfish, isolated uh, uh, belief walk and get into fellowship with the body of Messiah. And listen, I know some of you have experienced difficult times and difficult places. You've experienced abuse. You've experienced people who have uh, started off with such a, a, a loving intent. 
and then all of a sudden you see manipulation, you see control, you know, you see all these different uh, attributes that take place that are just contrary to the scripture and, and, and we want to guard ourselves against those things. We want to deal with what it means to walk in the life of the Spirit but we don't want to walk in the place of manipulation. We don't want to walk in those ways, but we want to rely upon Yahovah. So in the place of your need, in the place of the things that you're going through, in the place of your rejoicing, we recognize Messiah first. So we recognize that Elohim is with us. He is the one we look to. So we don't look to man and what man can do. Yes, we ask man, come on, I want to meet you. Where do I want to meet you? I don't want to meet you this way. I want to meet you through Messiah. So if we are all looking and fixing our gaze upon him and growing in him as we come together in fellowship, we are united in the Ruach HaKodesh. So we can come into the prayer and the spirit of agreement to bring forth transformation by the Spirit of Yehovah. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for the Sabbath. We thank you, Father, for the time of rest in your presence. And, Father, more than anything, we choose not to be religious. May the religious trimmings fall off us in Yeshua's name. We're not trying to look Jewish. We're not trying to look anything. We just want to be united in the Ruach HaKodesh, united in your Spirit, and Father, bring us to the place of the kingdom where it's not what is taught, but it's what is caught. So we lift up our antenna in the spirit and we ask to hear by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. We want to uh, understand through not the eyes of the physical, but we want to understand through the eyes of the Spirit. We proclaim that we have eyes to see. Hallelujah. We have ears to hear and we have hearts that understand. We worship you, Father, and we recognize that you are our all. You are in all. You are everything that we need. And any place where we don't have an answer, we know that you are the answer. So we rest in you. We rejoice in the Sabbath rest because it's an amazing place because we proclaim our dependence on a living God. All the things we couldn't accomplish, all the things we couldn't get done, all the areas where we fail. And Father, yes, we fail. Yes, we fall short so many times, but we come to you and we ask by the power of the Spirit that you lift us up, that you carry us through, that you're the one that will take our feet and put it upon the solid rock, that you're the one who will bring us out of the miry clay. We're not asking for man to bring deliverance, but we're asking for it to come from the presence of a mighty God. So we worship you from that place, Father. We worship you knowing that you are our all. We worship you knowing that your word is a lamp unto our feet. And we rest knowing that the more we know, we, the more we know we don't know. And the more we know, the more we know we have to rely on you because the more understanding we gain, the, the greater realization of who we are and, 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 and what we have become, you know, is, is so minuscule and compared to your glory and your majesty. So we humbly come before you, Father, 
And we ask that you be lifted up within our lives and that people will not see us operating in the pride of man, but they will see us boast of the great exploits of a mighty God. Hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you. And we just bless your name in Yeshua's name, Yeshua HaMashiach, the risen Messiah, Yeshua of Nazareth. He reigns. Amen. Hallelujah, man. I tell you, I'm charged up. I'm charged up. You know, you think I'd be depressed this time of year when everyone's celebrating their pagan Christianity? Well, I'm not depressed one bit. I'm blessed in the presence of Yahweh. I even get Israelis writing to me. You know, Merry Christmas, because we know you follow Yeshua, so you must be doing Christmas, you know? It's interesting how people see us and what they think. 13 years we have not done Christmas as a family. We have been delivered, hallelujah, from pagan Christianity. And I want to encourage you. You know, you're struggling with the Christmas thing. Look, I'm not here to condemn you. All I'm here to tell you is let's follow the book. If you can show me Christmas in here, you know, I, I, I was just listening to uh, a believer who understands the feasts of Yehovah, yet they are proclaiming in media that, that Jesus is the reason for the season, that before, you know, uh, December 25th, before even the coming of Yeshua, be, before the creation of the heaven and earth, that the, the Father was, was planning the 25th of December to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Now, come on, what is with that? Can we not read the scripture? Hallelujah. That is not what is in your Bible or my Bible. That is Catholic tradition, and that is the addition of pagan practices. And, you know, look, this is what I see from my Bible. You tell me if it's different from your Bible. Maybe you've got a different translation. But, you know, you bake a cake to the Queen of Heaven, Easter, and then you come into my presence and think I'll receive your worship. Was it saying, Jeremiah, I will not receive your worship? Why? Because one of the commands is, have no other God before me. Well, the golden calf, it's okay. You know, we are worshiping you, Yehovah, through the golden calf, just like they do in Egypt. No, that's an abomination before God. So don't tell me what Christmas means to you. Tell me what the scriptures say about the 25th of December. And that should be our final, uh, you know, look, look, we are part of a kingdom. This is not about your vote or my vote. This is not about your opinion, my opinion. We're part of the kingdom. When the king speaks, his order stands. He's not asking, what do you think? You know, when he declares, when he proclaims, have no other God before me. Don't worship me through uh, the practices of foreign gods. You cannot have Christian yoga. Ah, Some of you might be watching thinking, oh, you're stepping on some stuff. Listen, every position in yoga is the worship of a foreign god. (laughs) So don't tell me you can just put the praise and worship on and just... Hang out there in yoga. No, you can't. Be delivered, be set free in Yeshua's name. Understand the roots, and then you will experience what it truly means to walk in the fruits. We've spent a long time dealing with the roots of the faith, and this is what the Father spoke to me, you know, uh, on the 25th of December, whenever it was, or uh, 33 days ago. Hallelujah. It's time for the fruits Uh, You know, start proclaiming the fruits. Do we want to see the fruits of the Spirit 
manifesting within our lives. Hallelujah. So listen, don't get caught up and be a Torah terrorist uh, and start abusing people because they do Christmas and don't understand. Just share the truth in love. And just encourage people, if you truly are a a Bible, if you truly are a Bible-believing individual, then read the Scriptures and follow the Word. And if it's not in the Word, get rid of it. You know, it's easy for many people to deal with Ishtar, Easter. It didn't really change its name much, you know. (laughs) You know. It's easy for us to come back to Passover because at that season we see what's taking place with the death, burial, and resurrection of the Messiah. He cannot die on a Friday and rise on a Sunday because that's not three days and it's not three nights. And Yeshua said that my death and burial will be as the sign of Jonah. So that's why we go back to the understanding of Pesach, of Passover. So we get delivered from these things. And listen... You know, I've I've gone through this. This is this was not the stuff I was taught growing up in the faith. I was not taught these things. We have got to untangle the lies and unlearn some things if you want to embrace embrace the truth. So I just encourage you be a truth seeker and seek his kingdom and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. So just Study the word and and deliver it in love and, and and don't worry. You know, look if people listen and they know that what you're saying is true, but they're not going to follow the scripture. It just means they don't have eyes to see. So don't manipulate in prayer against them with witchcraft. Just come before the Father and say, Father, I pray for my loved ones around me. May they have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. May you open up their eyes to the revelation of, you know, being embraced in Catholicism. Many people within the, in the Protestant church have no idea that they are Protestant Catholics. They just think that they are non-denominational believers. But if you're worshipping on a Sunday, uh, and that's your time when you go to a local church and congregation, even if it's non-denomination, doesn't matter what your denomination or non-denomination denomination is, the very fact is, if you're following Christmas, Easter, and Sunday, you are following the practices of Catholicism. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> funny story, I used to, when I was traveling around the world, used to stand up and preach, and, you know, for 20-odd years, the Father would say, before you speak, you know, I'd be on television and in large crowds at big events, conferences, I'd stand up and say, before I speak, I need you to know two things. Number one, I am not a Catholic. And, man, the whole crowd would roar, they'd all go crazy. Yeah, hallelujah, you're not a Catholic. Yeah, that's good. And then number two, I am not a Protestant. Oh, it got kind of quiet in those assemblies. And, you know, I'm not a Catholic. I'm not a Protestant because a Protestant is a Protestant Catholic. Then I just told you I'm no Catholic. I'm a believer in Yeshua of Nazareth. He has set me free. Hallelujah. And I am not going to walk in religion. And I don't know what your stand is today, but my stand is upon the word. I am so glad that I have been set free. 
I have been set free. Yeshua did not birth the church at Pentecost. Hallelujah. He didn't come to birth something called the church because Ecclesia is not the interpretation of the church. Ecclesia is the assembly, the called out ones. It's those who gather in his name. The Kehla. Hallelujah. It's not the word church. The church is the conning uh, uh, um, phrase within many people's New Testaments for the purpose of taking you away from the truth of what the Mercianic writings from Matthew to Revelation are all about. It's not, I will build my church, I will build my assembly, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Hallelujah. Yeshua didn't bring a new religion. He said, I've come but for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So maybe the things I'm saying right now are shaking up your camp. They're shaking up your 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 mindset, your thinking. And, and look, that's okay. You know, we've got plenty of teaching on this online. We've got hours and hundreds of hours of teaching on there. And just go and, and enjoy, <laughs> you know. But go back and ask the scriptures the question, why do we do the things that we do? And if you're following the traditions of man and it's not in the Bible, I don't care how you feel. Oh, it makes me feel so good singing holy night, silent night, (laughs) going through your carols and just thinking, wow, I can feel you, Jesus, you're so present. It doesn't matter about your feelings. Why? Because religion is... It's a substitute comforting system that many people want to yield to. If you're not worshiping the living God in the way that you're called to worship, you will worship in some other fashion or another God. You know, some people worship money. Some people worship their spouses. Some people worship different religions. You are all created to worship something. (laughs) Not something. Yehovah. But if you reject to worship him in the spirit of truth, then you might choose to worship him through a position that is non-biblical. And I just proclaim right now that the Father is setting you free, that he will set you up into righteousness. And, you know, I didn't have all the truth. I didn't have all the answers before. I had to take a one and a half year walk in the land of Israel and it supernaturally transformed my life as I started to discover who Yehovah truly was as he opened up the scriptures to me. Anyway, I've got a message on uh, YouTube. Do we really uh, understand the gospel? I think it's called something like that. Um, you know, go on and watch that as I put the plumb line down. What is the gospel? The only gospel Yeshua taught was the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So anyway, yeah, all that to get to Psalm chapter 37. Praise the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. We are standing upon the promises of Yehovah, and I'm speaking at 100 miles an hour, and I better stop and have a little sip of water. Hold on one second. Ah, oh, that's good. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Psalm 37. Do not fret (laughs) because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong. Why? You know, listen, let me tell you something. Those who choose the path of evil will see an acceleration of 
uh, things like wealth, or acceleration of what might look like blessings on the surface. But if you receive the good things in life because of deception, because of evil, because of those who are doing wrong, <laughs> you know, it says don't be envious of those because if you do things right, to do things right without taking all the shortcuts, it takes you longer to get there, but the goodness and mercy will follow you. Hallelujah. Do not fret because of evil men. So stop comparing yourself to others. Well, look at all these people doing Christmas. and Look at all these people doing this. Here I am sitting over here. They're together with all these people having a great time. And I'm sitting over here, you know, <laughs> you know, not knowing what to do with, with ourselves, having to watch a movie or something. Okay, don't be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in Yahovah and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. You know, trust in Yahovah. What does it mean to trust? It means that you have a hope to hold on to. You know, you, you don't you don't trust for something you already have. So there has to be hope connected to trust. So I trust in you, Yahovah, and do good. Why? Because I see evil men flourishing all around me. I see evil men and their schemes and lying and deception and uh, robbery. It looks like they're taking ground. And, you know, here I am just trying to dwell in the land, Father. I'm just trying to dwell, uh, uh, enjoy safe pasture. And the Father says, look, don't come off the track of righteousness. Don't come off. Understand that my way is the best way. And I want to ask you a question tonight. Is the way of Yahovah the way that you continually walk in? Or do you walk in the ways of Yahovah unless you face difficulty? And when you face difficulty, you're like, okay, God, you, you just, you know, I need to put you over the side right now. I'm going to take control and deal with my situation my way. You know, we all know the famous song, I did it my way. And the pride of the statement of such a declaration. No, we we don't want to do it my way. We want to do it his way. Hallelujah. So, you know, do we trust? What are we hoping for? You know, most of the church has already checked out Christianity because they're just, ah, oh, the rapture is going to come. The end of the world is going to come. You know, has anyone got any emails about getting ready for uh, Armageddon, the end times here? Well, you know, we're going to go into thermal nuclear war in about the next 20 minutes. You know, look, if we don't understand prophetic timing, what day are we living in? Listen, it doesn't say in the scripture that Judah has to return to the land. It says the whole house of Israel has to return to the land before the Messiah comes. It says, <laughs> it says that, you know, we should see the establishment of Yehovah from the land of Israel, not modern day Zionism. We're talking about a people who have come together because of the greatest love story ever told of the Messiah. They are drawn together back to the land. They're established in the land. The nations of the world will stand in awe at the majesty of God. They will no longer talk about the first exodus. Because right before them is the greatest move of the Spirit ever witnessed. So when we get to Pesach and we sit around that table, we're not going to be talking about the plagues of Egypt. 
And I don't know about you, but, you know, I've been in the land nine, ten years, and through all the Pesachs I've had here, we've all been talking about Egypt. I can go back 30 years ago when we were bringing the Russian-Ukrainian Jews out, and we were preaching and proclaiming if we just get the Jews back to the land... You know, this is the day that the scriptures talk about, that they'll no longer talk about the first exodus. This is the second exodus. Well, let me tell you something. From where I stand today, 30 years down the road, I can, I, I, I can, stay with, I, I can say with confidence that what we've witnessed so far is not the second exodus. Because we have not seen revival in Torah we have a nation that is a democracy that is so full of evil. In fact, I even had to call the police tonight because of the protesters out there in the streets screaming their heads off and yelling against Bibi because Benjamin Netanyahu lives in the next street down there. And, you know, the protesters every Shabbat at the end of Shabbat, goodness me, are you kidding me? They're screaming their profanities, their, you know, their hatred. Uh, banging on their drums and screaming with their music, shouting their heads off, blowing their horns and everything else they can do, disturbing the peace like you can't believe coming against the government here. But what am I saying? I'm saying the lawlessness in this land is something to, uh, to, uh, to be seen. You know, you can't even get them following the law in the supermarket. You can't even get them driving following the laws of the land. You know, this is this is one of the most rebellious countries I've ever lived in in my life. You know, this is not a law-abiding society. You know, I love it just being in the south, on the east coast of America. Everyone is so polite. You know, they'll put their indicators on, their, their signals to turn, you know. <laughs> it, you know, excuse me, as they're trying to pass you, they're not going to get the shopping trolley and bulldoze you down, you know. Everything's polite. If the traffic light changes and you just not notice, they'll just wait patiently. Oh, not so in Israel. Oh, no. They're going to be beeping their horn. They're going to be screaming out the window at you. Come on. Move. Let's go. There's no patience in this land. It's a different culture. But anyway, we are waiting to see the second exodus. We are waiting to see the transformation. So we, we, we see there's so many scriptures that are not fulfilled prophetically. So even though people might think that everything is lining up in the Middle East for the end time battle of Armageddon, I've got news for you. We are not there yet. Because if Yeshua comes back at this time, he's going to have to apologize and say, well, sorry I didn't fulfill all those prophecies. And that's not going to happen. He is going to fulfill his word. So I am not going to get caught up in end time doctrine, especially the end time doctrine that sees no other way for, for fulfillment of end time scriptures than unity with orthodox Judaism. And, and this is something we've got to wake up to. Yeshua is not going to unite with orthodox Judaism. Why? Because their system is a system of lies and deception and self-righteousness. They are anti-Messiah. They are against Messiah. But I do believe that we should preach the gospel of the kingdom. And that literally hundreds of thousands of them are going to come to faith in Yeshua of Nazareth. So we stand on that promise. 
So even though what we see in this land is not what we see through the windows of the scripture, I know that the Father can use what we have in this land to bring glory to his name. But we're not going to proclaim a uniting with, you know, Orthodox Judaism and the Third Temple system. Yes, there will be a tabernacle, a form of temple that will be established, but it is not going to be one of um, sin and one of adultery, uh, adulterous uh, temple. No, it's not going to be under Talmud. It's going to be under Messiah. Hallelujah. All right, so we are dealing with trust in Yahovah. Do good, dwell in the land, and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in Yahovah, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. So we, what do we do? We delight. We delight ourselves in Yahovah. So instead of looking for uh, where we receive our endorsements, our, our, our blessings from. No, we, we look to you, Father. We delight in you. We delight in your ways. We delight in doing your will. We delight in walking with you. And we know that as we are faithful towards you, you will give us the desires of your heart, of our heart. So we stand upon the promises and we recognize that if we will trust in you, if we will focus on you and stop looking around at what's going on in the world, then we will walk into a new dimension of the Spirit. I release an open heaven in Yeshua's name, that this is the hour of an open heaven for his kingdom to come, his will to be done on the earth as it is in heaven. We are not called to get out here. We are called to establish the word of Yehovah in the place where the Father set us up to dominate. Hallelujah. Commit your ways to Yehovah. Trust in him and he will do this. Commit your ways. And what we see from here is that the Father requires commitment. You know, in today's world, we don't want to commit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, this is what I'm saying, but I'm not going to sign on that. I'm not going to commit to that. And the whole reason we have people signing things is because their word is not their bond. So we have to get people to sign things because they're not trustworthy. We have to do contracts and outline because we're not trustworthy according to our word. But commit your ways to Yehovah. Trust in him. And he will do this. You don't need a written contract from Yehovah. You can trust that he will do it. Why? Because the Father has already given you the scriptures for you to stand on. We can learn the heart of a mighty God. We can learn how faithful he is and how righteous he is. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. That's the best time of the day. The noonday sun, the brightest time of the day. So, Father, we thank you for the importance of walking right before you. We stand on the promises of Yahovah. We commit our ways to Yahovah. I want us to go to uh, Psalm chapter 16. Um, you know, as we talk about committing, standing in righteousness, uh, 14, 15, 16. Um, 
I just want to read this uh, Sam uh, thank you Father we talk about the importance of delighting in him keep me safe O Elohim for you for in you I take refuge I said to Yehovah you are my Lord apart from you I have no good thing so it's getting so deep into your walk with God that there's no other way to go. It's like the disciples, when they got to that place when Yeshua said, if you don't eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you are not worthy to be my disciples. They're like, oh boy, that's a hard message. Eat of your flesh. What's he saying? It's not about the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. It's not about the things that I do in the physical are you just here because of the signs and wonders? Are you just here because of the things Yeshua's doing? He says, you have to eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. What's he saying? You have to partake of me. Are you in relationship because of what you want from me? We have got to walk in the fullness of who he is. I said to Yehovah, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. My eyes are fixed upon you as my source, my deliverance, my healing, my direction. For the resurrection power of a mighty God to flow. Hallelujah. I stand upon your promises. I fix my gaze upon you. For my eyes are set upon you. I commit my ways to Yehovah. As we saw in verse 4 of Psalm 37. For as for the saints who are in the land. uh, They are the glorious ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrow of those will increase who run after all other gods. So yes, why are you in the situation you're in? Are you facing challenges because of your sin, because of your disobedience, because of the decisions you make? And you're like, oh, God, help me in the midst of this. You might be moaning and complaining to God for 20, 30 years, and you know the very point where the Father said, do not do this because it's going to cost you so much. And you did it anyway in the place of your rebellion. And yes, there's forgiveness. Yes, there's forgiveness, but there's also consequences to our sin. And the consequences to our sin might scar us for the rest of our lives. It might not go away. It will humble us and keep us right standing before Yehovah. But what is it saying? That the, 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 as for the saints who are in the land, they are the glorious ones. Whom is my delight? The sorrow of those will increase who run after other gods. I will not pour out their um, libations of blood or take up their names on my lips. This is one reason why I don't want to be involved in pagan practices and call it as a, a declaration to baby Jesus. No. Hallelujah. We're not going to serve other gods. We're not going to make offerings to false gods. We're not even going to allow their names place within our lips. Hallelujah. Verse 5. Yehovah, you have assigned me my portion and my cup. You have made my lot secure. Hallelujah. You know, talk about getting to that place of recognizing. Father, you've set this up for me. If, if I can just press in over these 40 days, day 33 or 40, as we press in, what are we doing? 
We're saying a made-up mind. I have a made-up mind. Come on, proclaim it right now. I have a made-up mind. I am not open to just walk in any direction. I'm not open to serve any other God. I'm not open to uh, throwing things against the wall to try and work out what's going to stick. You know, that's not how you're called to run your life. You know, stop being weak-minded and yield to the Holy Spirit and walk in His ways. He will speak to you. Hear the word of Yahovah and walk in the ways of Yahovah. Hear the word of Yahovah. What is He saying? Yahovah, you have assigned my portion and my cup. You know what I love about that cup? That cup is going to overflow. And out of the fullness of us identifying who we are in Messiah, the blessings of Yahovah will be spread abroad into the lives of others. And we are all called to, to bring the glory of Yahovah to this generation and bring change into the hearts of others. You know, that's one of the reasons why I press in so much is, Father, I don't just want to be filled up. I want the overflowing. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Psalm 23. Hallelujah. You've assigned my portion and my cup. You've made my lot secure. Hallelujah. I've got securities in Messiah. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Hallelujah. This is what the word of Yehovah is for you and for me. You are going to walk and you are in the path to be richly blessed and increased. That the wisdom of Yehovah is the riches of Yehovah. That the currency of heaven is faith. And if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, boy, you are rich. This currency, this exchange rate is so powerful that even if you have a teensy-weensy piece of it, you are richer than anything this world can give you. So let's put our faith into action. Hallelujah. And proclaim the promises of Yehovah. The boundary line have fallen to me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. Hallelujah. So let's rejoice in who we are. You know, I never used to celebrate birthdays. I used to think, well, you know, birthdays are just a whole bunch of pagan stuff. I'm not going to do birthdays. I haven't done birthdays really in many years. Then the Father started to speak to me about uh, who he has called me to be. And, you know, look, I don't do birthdays like the pagan world, but I rejoice in each year that the Father has given me and I use my birthday as a position to say, Father, I give glory to you that you have given me another year to serve you. You've given me a year to proclaim your name, to, to, to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. May your will and purpose be established within my life. And Lola, on your birthday, I just proclaim that what you're about to walk into in this year will be of the, of an increase of the glory of Yehovah. The transforming power of the Spirit's going to supernaturally overtake all of your desires, all of your dreams, all of your expectations, because Yehovah wants to richly bless you in abundance. Hallelujah! The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. So where are we living? You know, are we living below the call of Yehovah? You know, we have different lines, don't we? 
oh, you know, so-and-so is living below the poverty line. You know, what line? Oh, I'm under this tax bracket line. Or what line? The, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I prophesy and release the increase of Yahovah. Yahovah, God wants you to increase. He wants you to be blessed, to be a blessing. Hallelujah. So that we get to the place that the increase that comes to us is not just about what we can accomplish and what we have. It's what are we going to do with the wealth of the blessings and the richness that God gives to us. Are we going to take all of it and pour it into the hearts of the brokenhearted? Verse 7, I will praise Yehovah who cancels me. I don't need the cancel of this world. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I have set Yehovah always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. I wasn't even intending on reading this scripture, but you know what? It just sparked off as I was in 37. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. Hallelujah. What's going on in the spirit's going to manifest in the flesh. Hallelujah. The glory of Yehovah is coming from a heavenly realm and we are bringing it into this earthly realm and we are establishing the authority of a great God and a righteous king. Because you will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. This is a prophecy about Yeshua. You are not just going to die and stay in the grave. Why? Your righteousness will raise you up. So how did Yeshua get raised from the dead? What, you think the Father's sitting there with his stopwatch? He's like, you know what? The works of Yeshua that he already did were so powerful that just by the fact of the spoken word that had gone forth, it could not come back void, but it had to accomplish that for which it was sent. Three days and three nights. I will be in the heart of the earth, and I will rise up. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Yeah. You have made known to me the path of life. Hallelujah. The path of life is to walk in salvation in the gospel of the kingdom. Not religion, you know, Messianic Judaism, Christianity, not religion. No, no, no. You'll fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. <laughs> oh, Father, the blessings that you pour on us are not just for today. This word, do you know what I love about this word right now? This word is being recorded. You're receiving this word. I'm receiving this word right now as we are ministering in the presence of Yehovah. We're enjoying the blessing of this word. But let me tell you something. There's someone coming along on podcast shortly. There's someone who's going to get hold of this word in a year's time, two years' time, five years' time. That's going to be supernaturally blessed and transformed because of what is being spoken right here today. And that's the continual blessing of the word that is spoken. And out of the overflow, my cup is not just full. My cup is overflowing. Hallelujah. We stand upon the promises of a mighty God. Thank you, Father. I don't know how long we've been speaking for, but I'm telling you what, I'm blessed. <laughs> I'm blessed in the presence of Yahovah. I hope you're being encouraged. And, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I, I just preach until I, I see, hear the, the Holy Spirit say, well, hallelujah, I, I think we've, I think we've arrived right now. 
And that's, that's what I feel right now. You know, what needs to be said is what should be said. I'm not trying to follow a script. I don't have any notes here. Father, speak forth your word. Bring us into your word. Bring us into your truth. Bring us into your life. And I just release the life of Yahovah, the celebration of victory in Messiah. So stop looking down and thinking about how people see you. Who cares how they see you? What matters is how does the Father see you? And are you one who's not threatened because of evil men or being envious of those who do wrong? Are we trusting in Yahovah and do good, dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture? Are we delighting ourselves in Yahovah that he will give us the desires of our heart? Are we committing our ways to Yahovah? Trust in him. Come on. Hear the call of Yahovah. Don't fret. Trust. Don't fret. You know, some of you have been flapping your wings and your feathers like crazy. No, you're not just some old chicken. You're an eagle in the eyes of a mighty God. Hallelujah. You come into his presence in the place of weakness. You rise up and you are released in the place of victory and strength in Messiah. Our God is able. Some of you are so stuck on the past and the Father said to you, be delivered. Stop living in the past. You know, you don't, you don't have to go back to your 12 years accounts to identify who you are. The past, let, let it go. You know, let's see multiplication in the kingdom in this coming year, in this coming series. I want to see the fruit of the Spirit manifest in greater levels. Oh, are we ready for incredible miracles? Are we ready for the blind eyes to see? Are we ready for people to throw their wheelchairs aside? I come against diabetes right now in Yeshua's name. You might be suffering with diabetes right now. Just place your hand in your body right now. And I say be supernaturally healed by the power of Yeshua right now. Be set free from diabetes right now in Yeshua's name. By his stripes you are healed. Oh, brother, what, you really think that God is big enough to heal diabetes? Yes, he is. My God is able. He can heal the broken bones. I'm standing on his promise for deliverance of pain after surgery. <laughs> he will set us free. We want to be those who proclaim the words that he calls us to speak, that his word will come to pass. His word will be established. Well, I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word today. I hope that you are filled with the joy of Yahovah like I'm sensing right now. I'm telling you, there's, there's such a, a, an incredible presence of a mighty God here right now. And he loves you. He cares for you. And every single one of us should walk away from this moment not feeling like, oh, poor me. We should be walking away from this moment saying, you know what? I might not have it all together, but if I can just hold on to you. If I can just allow you control of my life, if I can just commit my ways, if I can fix my eyes solely on you and get my eyes off the world and other people, fix my eyes on you, I, I'm going to walk in the glory of Yahovah. And this is the hour right now to walk in his glory. I prophesy increase. I prophesy supernatural blessing of transformation by the power of the Spirit. Why? When the gospel of the kingdom is spoken, signs and wonders will follow. We will not walk in lack. 
we already have the blessings of Yehovah set before us. We rejoice in the spirit of Yehovah. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have delightful, I have a delightful inheritance. I'm blessed. (laughs) And I hope you are too. Thanks for watching. If you're blessed and encouraged with this message, I encourage you to send me an email. It's Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. You'll see my email address in the top uh, of the comments, even on podcast. If you're watching on Spotify, iTunes, or Speaker, or any other platform on podcast, uh, Captivate, then welcome. Thanks for joining with us. Uh, You can also uh, send us an email, and it's in the description of today's broadcast. And for all you on uh, YouTube and Facebook, thank you for joining with me. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and you want to sow into the work we are doing in Israel and from Israel, I encourage you to go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give and sow generously into the works of Yahovah. Sow joyfully into the work of Yahovah. We are standing for these 40 days to say we are not coming to the end of this year with all the oppressiveness of the enemy. No, this ministry is breaking through for the purpose of bringing transformation to the body of Messiah. And we've got exciting things coming up for 2021. And I can't wait to see what the Father is going to do in so many ways. So I encourage you, sow into good soil. Sow into uh, the land of promise. Hallelujah. Let's see his kingdom come. For all those who are regular givers, thank you for your support. Thank you for standing with the ministry. Your gifts and support are a blessing. But more than anything, thank you for praying for us. And I really sense the prayers and just the community that the Father has put around us. Thank you so much for being part of our lives here in this global community. What a blessing it is to serve each other and to be a blessing to each other. So until tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, oh, tomorrow, hallelujah. It's uh, Sunday tomorrow. We're going to do our Zoom call 9.30. So if you got our email updates, you will have already got the link for the Zoom call. Uh, Let me just uh, get, hold on. Um, If you don't get our email updates, then you need to go, uh, where is it? Um, uh, News updates. Let me just send you the link. Uh, We had a few people join on our database today to get our updates. That's the link there. I just sent it. You can find it if you're listening by podcast and you uh, you're not getting the, the feed. It's under alert emails on buildthoseoffaith.com. Uh, we haven't been updating the website buildthoseoffaith.com since uh, May uh, because we're having problems getting access to our servers from Israel. There seems to be huge problems that we're trying to deal with for server access. But anyway, we're just posting what's going on on YouTube and what's going on on so many of the platforms that we are broadcasting on. So that's okay, but we do have a new website that is almost ready for release, and we'll be sending that out shortly. But you're looking for the alert emails. That's what you're looking for. So just click on that, uh, put your name and your email address down uh, so you get the update. So tomorrow morning, tomorrow evening, 9.30 Israel time is when we will be doing the broadcast. And I just encourage you, 
Uh, it's the same link each week, by the way. So if you're uh, if you're looking at the links, it's the same link as what we did last week. If you're not on Zoom, I encourage you to go to our intercession section. Um, let me see if I can find that. Where is the intercession page? I'll just post that for you here. Uh, here. Uh-huh. Uh, Bulldoze of Faith Intercession Group. And listen, you know, the joy of this group area uh, is so that we can come together. It's not It's not about me praying. It's about us all praying together and fellowshipping together. So there's the Facebook group there. Uh, if you're watching on MeWe, welcome as well. We do post on our daily devotion page over there as well as on my private page on MeWe. So thanks for joining with us if you're watching from there. So anyway, join the, the Facebook Bulldozer page, Intercession Group, and on that page you will see the links uh, or the broadcast for the Zoom call will be posted on there so that you can watch, you can make comments during the broadcast. I will keep a page up so I can see the comments live. And if you have prayer requests and things that you want to share, then I just encourage you to share it. I had quite a number of people ask me, can I please not delete the Zoom calls from uh, the Builders of Faith intercession group because it is a private group. So what we're going to do is I will leave those Zoom calls up there uh, because there is some people that can't always be online at the time, but they enjoy the fellowship and the interaction with the community. So I'm going to leave that up there. Um, if, if I get notes that people feel like they don't want to have it up there, then I can just remove it. It's not a problem. Um, but let's be a community. Let's walk together. Let's share together. Let's be an encouragement to each other. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, 9.30. That's 7.30 in the UK, uh, 8.30 in Europe, mainland Europe. It is 2.30 on the East Coast. 11.30 on the West Coast. <laughs> so, anyway, work it out. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, Yahovah bless. Hallelujah.